You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Thursday. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. Going to be joined shortly by 24-7 Sports Director of Recruiting, Steve Wiltfong. Got a power-packed show, a lot of positivity, something we're all going to enjoy. First, some house cleaning. If you have not given this podcast a five-star review on iTunes and left a comment or a question, please go ahead and do so. Also, if you listen via Spotify, you are one click away from subscribing. Those are the two main platforms people get the podcast from that aren't on the site now. For some good news, finally, we bring in the man of the hour, Steve Wilfong. Steve, how goes it? Good morning, Daniel. Going well, but better than most, but probably not as good as it's ever going for Ohio State recruiting. Ohio State has the number one recruiting class in 2021, but the recruiting trail has been a bit silent lately. They got a lot of work done early. That has changed, though. Jordan Hancock out of Atlanta, a Clemson commitment decommitted earlier this week. I will let you take it from there. Well, this is a recruitment that's come full circle, Daniel. I mean, Ohio State, a a visit to Columbus during the fall set the tone in this recruitment and put the Buckeyes in the driver's seat. Obviously, Clemson overtook them for a short period of time as he committed to them this spring, but I think he had buyer's remorse pretty quickly after that. Ohio State hung in there and and, uh, continued to correspond with, with Jordan after his commitment to Clemson. The relationship has uh, been as strong as ever. And, and, and Jordan, as you all know by now, decommitted from Clemson earlier this week. Uh, Ohio State is the heavy, heavy favorite uh, for the blue chip cornerback uh, moving forward. A decision expected by the end of the month at some point. Um, and I love Ohio State's position. I logged a crystal ball for Jordan Hancock to Ohio State back on January 8th. He was an unknown guy on the front row for the most part at that time. Uh, We didn't even have him ranked, which just goes to show you uh, that Ohio State, I mean, he was a priority target for Ohio State uh, way back then. Uh, And and you got some good comments on the the thread, you know, Ebron84, this kid really pops. Of course, Nordy won with the rankings bump question mark. Uh, um, Someone asking uh, if Ohio State's a player for a cornerback that at that time was ranked uh, very high, um, uh, but not as high anymore. Obviously, the Clemson-Ohio State rivalry comments in here, you know, that's a great recruiting rivalry uh, between you two and and Ohio State. uh, Looks like they're going to be on the better end of this one. Uh, But uh, you know, wow, his technique is incredible. Uh, jumps out of the gym. I'm sold. Bucknut 24. Wow at the film. Uh, and, and so um, people asking about Combs coming back uh, and, and how do recruits generally feel about that possibility. Uh, Combs had a lot to do with Jordan Hancock uh, favoring Ohio State, in, in my opinion. So that so that was big. He was planning to visit, obviously, and, and it did, didn't. Uh, he had a visit canceled in June because of COVID. Maybe. If those visits were still on the table, I don't, I don't know if he would have decommitted earlier. Um, but 
uh, this is looking really good for Ohio State, one of the coveted corners in this class, a guy that uh, I think he envisions himself coming in and playing the Sean Wade position uh, in the defense and being developed into a first-round draft pick. And, and I think that his relationship with, with the people in Columbus, uh, that's where he feels he, he wants to be. And, and, and so um, he decommitted from Clemson and reopened the process. Alabama being the other school that was prominent in this recruitment as well. Definitely very good news. We look forward to his commitment coming in the near future. The big news last week, we were chatting about the Elite 11 and Kyle McCord. You guys have since updated the rankings, and there was a slight move. Can you explain it? Well, I think we just wanted to get some of those quarterbacks closer together uh, going into senior year. And, 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 you know, Kyle McCord had a strong showing in Nashville showing his traits, his, his, his major arm talent and accuracy. And, and, and so, I mean, he's a guy that we continue to like. You know, I know there was a big, you know, debate on if he's a five-star or not. And I think my point really was is that you're splitting hairs there. If he is or isn't, you know, he's ranked high. And, and uh, I mean, he's a guy that will continue to, you know, consider alongside that group that he's ranked uh, next to the, the J.J. McCarthy's and Drake Mays and you know, all those guys are kind of in a uh, separated by like 20 or 30 spots going into senior year. It, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out this fall and, and, and what kind of seasons these guys have and how they've continued to improve. We'll take a quick break, come back, talk more about quarterbacks. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. We are back. If you are on Bucknuts and a registered user, you have the ability to sign up for text messages that send you breaking news. Had you done that, you would know that 24-7 Sports updated its top 247 for the class of 2022. There is a new number one, and he is a guy Ohio State will spend a lot of time trying to get to come to Columbus. You did the story introducing him to the nation, essentially, through 24-7 Sports. Please tell us about Southlake quarterback Quinn Ewers. Well, at this point, I don't think there—I don't think he's a stranger on the front row. I mean, he completed over 72% of his passes, for 4,003 yards and 45 touchdowns to just three interceptions as a sophomore, 568 more rushing yards, nine scores. They go 13 and one, playing against the best high school football in the country, in, in my opinion. When you're talking about the combination of coaching and uh, scrutiny and hard-nosed players that uh, when you look at the players that Quinn Ewers is playing against, the guys that aren't going to college, and make no mistake, they played against Duncanville and put up 35 points against a defense where everybody's going to play college football. 
But those teams that you're playing against where guys aren't going to play college football, those are some hard-nosed, tough-ass high school kids uh, that are well-coached that you're, that you're playing against week in and week out. So to put up those kind of numbers against that kind of competition as a sophomore is, is pretty special. And just the feedback from anybody that's seen him or, or has been doing this for a long time, uh, everyone talks about how special this kid is. With that, who's recruiting the kid the hardest? Quinn Ewer's answer, definitely Ohio State. I talked to them the most, he told me on Monday morning. Auburn is, is recruiting him hard. Chad Morris has all those Texas connections, uh, including coaching guys that are on the coaching staff at South Lake Carroll. Um, you know, Texas is in the thick of that. Uh, Michigan's uh, prominent. Oklahoma, for sure. Uh, they have a really good relationship with them. They call him Coach Lincoln. <laughs> so they're on a first-name basis with Lincoln Riley. Um, and, and so uh, those are some of the prominent players for him right now. They have property in Ohio. I forget if it's a farm or if it's a cabin, but they have property in Ohio. Um, Quinn told me he's going to make a business decision. Um, and uh, what, I, what I think he means by that is a, a program that's going to give him the best opportunity to maximize his potential. And certainly he sees that at Ohio State as a place that is on the short list in that discussion. And if there's any hurdle that Ohio State is battling in this recruitment, I think it's Mother Nature. I think that if, he, if, if, if I was saying there's a knock on Ohio State, it's, I think that that's the only northern school that he's truly looking at right now. And every other school is going to be one that's in Southern uh, where the weather's typically better year round, but um, Ohio state, Ryan day. Uh, and, and this is one of the first mentions uh, for me on, on coach Dennis, um, because uh, I think Kyle McCord kind of popped before coach Dennis became prominent. This is coach Dennis's first time really being able to show his prowess on the trail as well. And, Quinn mentioned Coach Dennis and, and their relationship uh, before he mentioned Coach Day. So uh, Coach Dennis do, seems to be doing all the right things early on in what's going to be his first blue chip battle as a young coach uh, for the former 30 under 30 member of the 24-7 Sports 30 under 30 coaches to know team. For those of you scoring at home, yours, should he come to Ohio State, will be their fifth straight first round draft pick. I have it here as... Haskins, Fields, Stroud, McCord, Ewers. All right, you also did a story on other guys in the top 10 class of 2022 and where they're looking. Several of them were leaning towards Ohio State. Mind you, I believe five of the top 10 guys in 2021 will end up at Ohio State. Can you break down those dudes for us? Well, we talked about Quinn Ewers at number one. Ohio State's on the short list there. Uh, number two is Shamar Stewart, a defensive end from Opelika, Florida, Monziger Pace High. And a coach over there told me that LSU and Ohio State reach out the most to Stewart. Uh, and, and so you know, Alabama, Miami, and, and all those other programs are in the mix as well. Uh, um, Damani Jackson has Ohio State in his top 10, um, the number one cornerback in the land. I, I assume Ohio State's going to be in that mix. Uh, how prominent, I don't know. I think – USC and Arizona State are doing a really, really good job early. Uh, I know he's got a lot of intrigue in, in Clemson and Oklahoma as well. Uh, he didn't speak about Ohio State as much as, as maybe some of the others. Uh, 
uh, although obviously they're in the top 10. Eni White is a defensive end out of Philadelphia. Uh, his coach emphasized to me uh, that Larry Johnson and Eni talk on the regular. Uh, I think I've mentioned Elijah Robinson from Texas A&M on the show a couple times because of the Taiwan Malone recruitment, as A&M is one of the schools Ohio State's battling for him. Uh, Elijah Robinson's also doing a good job with with Eni, and, and I think Elijah is one of the uh, true up and comer, like legit, legit great recruiters uh, for being a young guy. Uh, Keon uh, Saab uh, was going to visit Ohio State. He's the number seven player. Uh, in the country, number one safety. He's ranked as an athlete, but these schools are recruiting him as a safety. We'll ultimately switch him to safety, uh, I would think. Um, but Michigan, A&M again, uh, um, that's Elijah Robinson's region. Uh, Penn State, of course, some of those other schools are, are in there for Saab. Caleb Burton's going to be uh, Brian Hartline's uh, big blue chip battle. Uh, in, in the next uh, cycle, I know Ohio State's in a good spot with Luther Burden, who's another receiver ranked extremely high out of St. Louis. But uh, Caleb Burton's the number one receiver in the land out of DelVal, uh, uh, DelVal, Texas. Uh, high uh, Oklahoma. Uh, it, I, I would give the slight edge to Oklahoma right now, but it's very early in Ohio State's near the top of that list with Clemson, Alabama, and Stanford. Uh, and Zach Rice is the number one offensive tackle in the country out of Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, has his best relationship with UVA right now. They've done a good job getting on him early. Uh, but Ohio State was one of the schools that he mentioned he's hearing a lot from alongside Penn State and Miami and Notre Dame and Florida. So uh, makes me feel good that we have a lot of the right guys ranked high because it seems like these guys are already top targets for the Buckeyes. Just know this, people, the future of football is somewhat unknown. This is known. When they do hit the field, Ohio State is going to have the best players. We appreciate Steve stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Take care, y'all. See you on the front row.